It's Thursday, September 15th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The royal family united in procession Wednesday as Queen Elizabeth II's coffin left her home at Buckingham Palace for the last time, taken atop a gun carriage in a somber ceremonial march to Westminster Hall where it began a four-day period of lying in state before her state funeral. King Charles III was joined by his sons, Prince William and Prince Harry, as well as the wider royal family in what a senior aide described as the coffin's transition from family to state in Westminster Hall for the public to mourn. The period of national mourning is moving toward its final moment Monday when the state funeral is expected to draw a million people and heads of state from around the world. In other news, Amtrak said it would suspend all long-distance train services on Thursday to avoid disruptions from a potential strike by freight rail workers as negotiations between railroads and labor unions approach a Friday deadline. Amtrak's long-distance trains operate on tracks owned and operated by freight railroads. The negotiations don't involve Amtrak workers, but the company said it was suspending intercity trains that would not reach their destination before a potential strike. The suspensions don't affect the Northeast Corridor or Asela services, it said. One of the labor unions representing U.S. freight railroad workers said on Wednesday its members rejected a tentative agreement its leaders had reached, while two other labor unions said their members had ratified their agreements. The Presidential Emergency Board, a federal panel convened by President Biden to intervene to help end the labor dispute, said in its 124-page report that disputes over attendance policies are best resolved in the grievance and arbitration process. Around the world, Armenia and Azerbaijan negotiated a ceasefire to end a flare-up of fighting that has killed 155 soldiers from both sides, a senior Armenian official said early Thursday. Armin Gregorian, the secretary of Armenia's Security Council, announced the truce in televised remarks, saying it took effect hours earlier at 8 p.m. Wednesday. A previous ceasefire that Russia brokered Tuesday quickly failed. Several hours before Gregorian's announcement, Armenia's defense ministry reported that shelling had ceased, but it didn't mention the ceasefire deal. There was no immediate comment from Azerbaijan's government. The ceasefire declaration followed two days of heavy fighting that marked the largest outbreak of hostilities between the two longtime adversaries in nearly two years. Late Wednesday, thousands of protesters took to the streets of Armenia's capital, accusing Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan of betraying his country by trying to appease Azerbaijan and demanding his resignation. Back in the U.S., Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker declared an emergency and called up 75 members of the Illinois National Guard to marshal resources to cope with an influx of asylum seekers who were bused to Chicago and other cities by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. About 500 migrants have arrived in Chicago since the first bus load pulled into a downtown bus station on August 31st, and more continue to arrive without any advance notice from Texas. Mr. Pritzker's proclamation will help the Illinois Emergency Management Agency and other state agencies coordinate with the city of Chicago, Cook County, and other local governments to provide services to the migrants. Governor Abbott took to Twitter to defend his policies yesterday. Quote, Sanctuary city mayors complain they are overwhelmed by a few dozen migrants arriving on buses from Texas, 
It's a fraction of what Texas faces on a daily basis. We will continue busing migrants until Biden secures the border, end quote. And President Biden showcased his administration's efforts to promote electric vehicles during a visit Wednesday to the Detroit Auto Show. Biden traveled to the massive North American International Auto Show to plug the huge new climate, tax, and health care law that offers tax incentives for buying electric vehicles. He toured a mix of American-manufactured hybrid, electric, and internal combustion vehicles from Chevrolet, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis on a closed-off convention center floor while greeting union workers, CEOs, and local leaders. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.